pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerd Podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne, and this is your girl Nay. So how's fall been treating thus far? Um, it's been pretty good. It's not too bad. Um, it hasn't been too cold, so I'm happy about that. Because <laughs> you know I hate the cold. Um. But aside from that, it's been pretty good. So what about yourself? Uh, same here. Um, Dreading winter, but can't complain. (laughs) I heard that it's not going to be a cold winter, so I'm crossing my fingers. Um, I am not in the mood for, like, snow and ice and all that shit. Yeah. um, We have enough. (laughs) Exactly. We have had enough of 2020. (laughs) Can we just get through the year? Without no more incidents. <laughs> but anywho, I guess we can go ahead and jump into these hot topics because it has been about two weeks since we have recorded. So we got quite a few things to get to. I guess we can start um, with obviously what's been dominating the headlines in the news. President-elect Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I'm sorry, they both won um, obviously, they won the election, but good old Donnie is refusing to concede the election per usual. He's not helping with any of the transition. He just basically being a little bitch. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, it's like, I don't know for you, but like, of course, the whole election cycle was on our TV like 24-7, 24-7. So you thinking that like, okay, when they named him, you know, president-elect, like, okay, sigh relief, we can move on with our lives until January 20th. It's just ridiculous at this point. It's like, bro, just accept defeat. And it's crazy because I'm like, if Hillary would have did this four years ago, you would have been in arms. And it's like, you have lost. It doesn't matter if they throw out nine votes in PA, 30 votes here, another thousand here, you still lost. The margin is not going to close. It's not going to close the gap to all of a sudden make you a winner. And I just wonder, like, who is on your team? Like, when are they going to tell you, listen, like, right now, enough is enough? Basically, like, show some some type of, like, dignity about yourself. Actually uphold the office that you held and, you know, concede the election and and do what you're supposed to do. I mean, Michelle Obama made, you know, such a good point where she was like, you spent years trashing my husband, making racist comments about us, call, you know what I mean? Calling all kind of things, having people threatening my family because you was talking about my husband wasn't even a U.S. citizen. You know, all this shit that he did to the Obamas, she said, but. When Hillary lost the election and he won, she said, "I we accepted it for the American people. We welcomed you into the White House. We were as helpful as possible, answered all your questions. But your ass can't have no class and just accept, hey, the people voted your ass out. Right. Get you over won't. it. And I'm like, it, it can't be the feet that got you that messed up. Like, bro, what is it? shit shit if i know shit if i know but it's just it's just at this moment it's just pathetic and we just all like 
could this please hurry up? Like, can January 20th get here ASAP? So his ass can just, well, he probably ain't going to go away, but you know what I'm saying? So he can just be out the White House. Cause. But I did see Twitter say he will lose his special privileges in January. Ooh, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. So that was like all of his like protections that he has now, he will lose them in January. So I'm like, oh, now he can stop lying. Great. So now we don't have to see no more bullshit. But at least, because I'm pretty sure he's going to cry about that until he died, that he was rigged, the election was rigged. Like, how of a sudden, it, it wasn't rigged in no states that you won. That, right? That's what I said. I said, like, his his argument don't even make sense. I said, if the election was rigged, how come more Democrats didn't win the House and the Senate? Right. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't make any sense at all. So I'm just like, y'all whole argument is foolish as fuck. And like, they whole thing leading on talking about, oh, there was so much election fraud. I hate to be the bearer of bad news to people, but election fraud happens in every election. fucking election. It happens all the time. Dead people vote, uh, you know, ballots get sent to, you know, this people who ain't supposed to be like it happens all the time. It is nothing new, but it is never enough that it actually sways an election. So I don't understand, like, where all of this uproar is coming. And then, like, these people are complaining Y'all, we've been saying for years, fuck the electoral college. We don't like the electoral college. Y'all was depending on that for y'all. So when it, it's in y'all favor, y'all like it. But when it's not in y'all favor, then it's like, it's a problem. Right. And I think we also, and I think we talked about this like a couple times, like we got to stop thinking that the electoral college is like a secret as well. Cause I've seen a lot of people after the election was like, Oh, the electoral college, it's, they're not a secret. You can go and look up for your state and any other state who is part of like your, your electoral candidate. Right. And they come from basically you voting at local elections. That's how they are picked. Um, but I, I don't know, like, I guess for, for me, like this, like election cycle, like I said, I just thought the anxiety and I should have known better that the, it wouldn't be over on the 20. And I'm like, you, the crazy thing about it is Joe Biden won by the same votes or the electoral votes that he done. He won by four years ago. Right. Bro, let it go. Even if you turned over one state, if you turned over PA, that would not change the election. You still lost. Exactly. That's that's the part that's getting me. Like, even if you could prove it in one state, it's it's not gonna make a difference. Joe Biden won by such a margin that he still would win. So I don't even right. it's it's it boggles my fucking mind, like completely. And but I will say one thing about this election that made me happy and then one thing that like irritated me the thing that made me happy is the amount of people that actually just went out and voted period that that in itself just 
you know, excited me and made me happy to see that we just had such an unprecedented amount of people who came out and voted. But I, I feel like a lot of that came from the the fact that, you know, they had the option to mail in ballot ballots because let's be honest, it's convenient. You know what I mean? Like if you telling me I don't actually have to go to leave my house. I ain't got to, you know, waste gas money. I don't have to take off from work. You know what I'm saying? Like I can literally just look at my ballot, X my little boxes, put that junk in the mail and be done with it. Like, yes, more people are going to vote because they don't have the, to, to make, you know, concessions in order to try to go to a voting place in order to vote. So that was one good thing that I think came out of this election um, is that we saw the use of mail-in ballots. We saw um, the successes in the different states that used them, that allowed them. I'm hoping that all, you know, all parties involved with seeing the voter turnout will be like, hmm, this may be a good plan. And they'll start, more states will start allowing for mail-in ballots. Because I feel like the more people that we can get to be involved in voting, the better. So that's one positive. but my one negative that I draw from it, a lot of y'all motherfuckers don't really understand how to vote or y'all just don't get it. The pro- You know what I mean? Like y'all don't get the pro. Like a lot of y'all, like I seen y'all making comments and stuff like that. And I'm like, either one, you've never voted in your life um, or two, like you just don't understand the process because a lot of them was like talking about Oh y'all, y'all, uh, y'all went in there and y'all voted for Biden, but y'all made so and so lose who was trying to do this. And I was like, "Wait, did you look at the same ballots as we looked at?" Because, like, from what I understand, I don't think there's any states anymore that uses like the the um that little one candidate ballot where like if you whoever you vote for president, like it's it'll vote for a Democrat all the way down or if you vote for a Republican for president they'll vote for Republican all the way down I don't think any Um, I could be wrong about that but I don't think there's really any states that use that anymore like you literally get to go through for each one and pick whoever you want to pick and my thing is like so that's why I'm like either some of y'all have never actually voted or y'all just didn't know what the fuck y'all was doing when y'all went into the little voting thing because you get to pick and choose who the hell you want to vote so like if you wanted to vote for joe biden but you wanted to vote for you know uh a republican da then you could have went in and and voted for a republican da and voted for joe biden you know what i'm saying like that's how a ballot is set up like i was so confused by some of y'all comments that i'm just like there ain't no fucking way that you ever actually voted. Like I just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, y'all, and that's that that was the part that irritated me. I'm like, don't get on here critiquing nothing if you ain't never even casted a vote in your life. Like you don't even get the the privilege of speaking on this. Listen, the foolishness, I will say some people left my timeline from 2016 or my newsfeed, rather. But just the foolishness that you see people put out, and it's like, bro, be quiet. Be like, don't be stupid because they go and like, and I've seen people like, yeah, y'all went in there and voted for Master and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you realize that your ballot is longer than just the press. Like, that was one of my most pressing things that I saw a lot on my news feed 
where people like, oh, y'all just went in there and voted for the president, be like, you know, mo- uh, there are ballots that's out here that's like seven or eight pages. Yeah. I'm like, and you not just vote for president. I'm like, we, and I'm gonna speak to black people. Okay, mm-hmm. speak to about I'm black. But I'm like, we complain about DAs and all of this stuff. This is when you vote for your district attorney sometimes. Like, and you let that go sneak past you because you're like, I'm not voting for no president because either way I lose that on it. And that's what they count on. Yeah. Is that okay, either way I'm going to lose that on it and be like, okay, well, we're going to put the DA on this ballot. It's time to, to do a new judge or something like that. And I'm like, and we, you miss out on that opportunity. But then at the same time, you wonder why. You know, why why are we getting charged this way? Why are we getting sentenced this way? Because you got a, a fucking DA and I'm like, we can like in my county or yeah, my county, the DA is horrible. Yeah. But we miss out on those votes because they slide them in elections like these. I'm like, you had states that had marijuana on the ballot. We had, you know, I think preschool, is it preschool, pre-K? Head Start. We had Head Start on the ballot one time and people kind of let that go because it's like, I'm not going to vote. But you missed an important vote. Exactly. And my thing is, and, and that's, that's, a, that's again, that's why I'm like, there's no way that some of y'all have ever voted in your life. Or that, or like I said, y'all just don't know what y'all doing because you do realize that you can skip over voting for president, right? Like you don't actually have to to vote on the president in order to still vote on the other things on the ballot and i don't think people realize that because like on my little thing all you have to do is hit the skip button and it goes to the next you know the next little candidates like i don't see that so to me i'm just like y'all just be making excuses or like i said like you said they just don't understand that there's more things on the ballot than just the fucking president when I tell you, I'm like, it's just foolishness. I'm like, and, and it'd be crazy because it'd be the main ones. They'd be like, free my dog, blah, blah, blah. They gave him this time or he got this too much time. But like, but you missed that opportunity to, it. like I said, get somebody in office. And I'm like, if y'all are so against all of these candidates, either you run or why you just don't get somebody and be like, listen. We're going to fundraise. We're going to be behind this candidate. This who we are endorsing. Like, it's not, I don't know. It's just, I hate when elections come around because it just be so stupid. Yeah. It bring out the ignorance and folks, for sure. All right. So I guess we can, I think that's all the politics we got. We can move into some of the other things that have been happening. Um, some quick hitters. Singer Jeremiah, he is currently in the ICU battling COVID. So prayers to him and his family, obviously. Hopefully he has a swift recovery. Um, I saw a report that said he's doing a little bit better. So hopefully, you know, he pulls through. Just a whole sad story all the way around, though. Um, The amount of people who have been, you know, picking up COVID as of late. The cases in the U.S. have been skyrocketing. Um, I saw a report that said that for the first time, I think, ever, Doctors Without Borders have deemed the U.S. 
in need of doctors. So they deployed their doctors to come to the U.S. to assist. That just tells you how far we have fallen. Um, <laughs> like when I saw that report, I was like, wow. Wow. I said, y'all know what Doctors Without Borders does. Like they go to, um, you know, underdeveloped, mostly underdeveloped countries and assist with providing medical aid. And I'm just like the fact that they have deployed doctors to come to the United States is just. Wow. Sad. Had a medical ship come back through instead of going to other places. Yeah, it's just, it's craziness. So either way, you guys be safe. I know we got a lot of holidays and things coming up. So just, you know, if you got a quarantine, because I saw somebody say today, uh, today is officially 14 days, you know, before Thanksgiving. So if y'all want to do y'all little family get togethers and things, go ahead and start your quarantine now. So when Thanksgiving pop up and y'all can go ahead and everybody can get together with no issues. But at the end of the day, just be safe. Y'all, you know, you know your family situation best. Be safe, and you know we can, we can, we can make it through this whole situation. I think. Wear your mask. Yeah, very true. <laughs> stop rolling. Look, stop, stop rolling up on people at line in the grocery store. Like stand on all these little grocery stores and things like that. They implemented the little social distance thing. They did the work for you. They actually put the little stickers on the flow to tell you where to stand. Stand on your goddamn sticker and stop standing right behind. <laughs> Shit. We like move back. It's there for a reason. Follow instructions. Oh, man. That's a, listen, I tell you, that's my one aggravation. Like when I be in the grocery store, I'd be like, if this mo- don't stand on his little sticker, <laughs> Like, get from behind me. <laughs> Listen, I'm with you on it because I turned around. Why, oh, why are you so close? <laughs> It'd be different if, like, some people, like, some people don't have a basket. So you, like, you scan the like, Why are you so close? Exactly. Like, I don't even be understanding. I'd be like, uh, like, move back. But anyway, what else happened? Oh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion it'll be airing on hbo max soon i didn't actually see the date but i know that i saw like a little the little clip what is it called um like preview clip so that'll be coming soon apparently there was supposed to be a gcti battle but now it's like gz and gucci we'll see how that goes i don't i don't know about that one because i feel like Oh, but going back to Will Smith before I forget about it, or Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, both envelopes are going to be on there. But yes, that is true, both of them. Which I feel like is interesting because I feel like Janet Herbert has hated Will Smith for many, 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 many years. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, when I saw her in the clip, I was very surprised. So I guess maybe they made up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe we'll have to wait. But okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But go ahead. Um, I don't know about this Jeezy because I feel like I mean Gucci cool, but he's not Jeezy. I feel like mm-mm. 
you know what's crazy? I again like the same thing with the Ti battle when they were when it was supposed to be Ti. I just seen a lot of people like sleeping on Jeezy. People was like, "Oh man, Gucci got it. Gucci the streets, man. Gucci this, Gucci that." Listen, Gucci cool and all, but it's I'm with you. Like y'all, do y'all understand the movement that was trampled out? Like I don't. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't like Gucci had hits. I'm not gonna take that away from him, but when it comes down to like flowing, it's like if you can't, I don't know, no girl, a mess. Like with, let me see, Gucci. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. You know, I was never. I'm never. I'll be completely transparent and say I wasn't never a huge Gucci fan. So, you know, complete transparency. And the one album that I remember listening to a lot from him was when him and uh, Yo Gotti did the album together, um, which was long as time ago. But yeah, I mm, I don't know. (laughs) I'm still going with G's on that one. Yeah. So I guess we shall see what happened because I don't know either. I don't even know if I'm actually tuned in, to be honest with you. And I feel like they was beefing at one point. Shit, they still beefing. They still still beefing. So that's why I really don't even know how that whole thing going to happen. Because most of the verses we have seen have been pretty much like comfortable. They are going to be definitely virtual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they can't be in the same place. So... Our girl Meg the Stallion, she was on the cover of GQ. She won GQ Rapper of the Year, correct? It's yeah. Rapper, rapper of the Year, right? It wasn't just female rapper, it was Rapper of the Year. It was actually just Rapper of the Year. Oh, okay. Well, salute to her. She has had a good year. You know, can't yes. take that from her. And of course, I don't know if you saw like the, it was a post, of course, somebody hating, and it was a man talking about it was a sympathy vote and i'm like bro have you seen her year though that's what i'm saying she's had a good fucking year she had a good run this year i'm like she she been popping this whole year so i'm like oh child yeah i gotta stop and then it just be oh men that take time out to do that be like so this how you you gonna start your day right but i saw an interesting quote in regards to that i saw someone post it's funny how we see all these dudes who are getting shot um these rapper dudes who are getting shot and everybody is like oh prayers and condolences and there's no questions about it no what did he do to deserve to get shot no what's the we need to hear the other side what's the proof it's just simply oh man so and so and all these people are reaching out and this and that and the other but when it turned out when it came to a female it was it was the complete opposite listen i i'm didn't want to touch on it but definitely that's because i was like the i don't know and i'm so out of touch now i feel so old i'm like who are these people but i'm like well we had two last week and then of course Busa got shot and i'm like none of y'all were oh you know like you said, what did they do to get shot? They were victims. Y'all crying on the internet. And I think the, is it the King Von person was 
like they were in an active shootout with each other. So I'm like, right. But y'all have all of these, you know, sympathy for each other when it comes down to that. But when a woman is actually caught, like shot without doing anything, y'all, well, what did she do? And she lying, even when evidence come out, which Tory Lane probably can go to jail for, and they still gonna be like, he was frying. Listen, <laughs> listen, I have seen every conspiracy under the book, and I'm with you at this point. I have to question where the fuck all y'all Tory Lanez fans came from. Like, I gotta question it because I'm like, wait, he ain't had this much before. It, it, he did not. He ain't never even won silver before. Not gold, not platforms, <laughs> nothing. Boy, I ain't even probably ain't won a BT award, soul train, endo basic. Where's all this stardom coming from all of a sudden? Everybody now, I, I ain't canceling him. But he ain't never been in rotation. Listen, I just, I'm telling you, I'm with you. Like, I have to call cap on some of y'all because I'm like, where the fuck did y'all come from? Just say you hate women and go. Facts, big facts. Staying kind of in that lane, Safari he posted a message to the young rappers and all that about being on the internet, flashing money, their locations, and basically just stunting and all of that. Your thoughts? I mean, I think he learned his lesson because it's hard with Safari. Let me. I'm gonna start by saying it, and the reason why I say that is because. I think he still does a humble brag, I guess, if you want to call it that. But he's still stunt when you show pictures of your mansion and your cars and your furs and you got jewelry on. Whether you want to name the price of it or who's your jeweler or how many carrots, the clarity, the cut, it doesn't matter. It's the point that you got it on. People are not blind or stupid. Now, the overall message I do agree with. Like, sometimes you just got to fly, not even fly under the radar, just not put it all out there. Like, okay, we know you get money if you, you know, you got shows. Even if you do wear jewelry, no one is telling you, oh, you can't wear jewelry and all this stuff. But you got to protect yourself as well. And some of these young people, and I ain't going to say I everybody that does is young people, but these fools, they do anything for clout. Right. Like, okay, I shot this person. Be like, what did you shoot for? Y'all didn't even have beef. It's just the point of, oh, I, I'm earn brownie points for this. Right, right. You are correct. And my thing is like, I understand that it's not like the cool thing to do, I guess. You know, if you a street dude to have security, but nigga, get you some fucking security. Like you not in the streets no more. Like you are a public figure now. Get some security. Six nine snitch nails, get it. Get you some security, you got it. Exactly. Shit. Like I don't understand. I like I said, I well, I get it. I understand that it's not like the street thing to do. Like you supposed to be a street dude and you supposed to handle your woo woo woo. But like at this point you have elevated now, or at least you have supposed to elevate it now. You supposed to be on, you a rapper, you in the public light, you a public figure. So act like it. And hire you a team of people in, which includes security, who basically, that's their job to handle that. It's their job to to fire guns and, and, and handle situations that arise. They keep you alive, essentially. Yeah. 
So, and I mean, personally, I would be like, you can rap about, and I, I, and I feel like even with hiring security, and even if you're a street dude, and that's what you claim that you come from, be like, celebrity is a whole different beast. Exactly. Because at least when you, you know, in the hood, you kind of know, okay, th- this is my enemy and this is my territory and you're only watching out in that one place. So of course you like, okay, I can protect myself because this is my one place. This is my home. I know this place. But when you become a celebrity and, you know, you from Ohio, but you got a show in New York, they ready for waiting for you in New York. It's a different beast. So don't be letting these people out here like, oh, you ain't gangster if you get listen, security. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And folks just be fucking weird as well. Be like, listen, I'm gonna have security just to handle y'all where it's security. Get them out. Mm-mm, weird ass people. Fact, fact. So hopefully we'll start to see more of it. We'll start to see more people take their lives a little more serious, protect themselves. So I don't know. We shall see. But I am getting a little, it's, it is a little depressing to consistently, it's almost like every other day now, we starting to see this young rapper who's been shot, killed. Like, it's 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 becoming too much at this point. Definitely agree with that. Staying in the rap world, um, you said you read an article about DMX and how he became a, started using crack? Yeah, it was um, I think it was like on B, uh, Blavity or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my bad if I'm correct, uh, pronouncing it incorrectly. But he was saying that he was actually introduced to crack at the age of 14 by his mentor. And I just, I don't know. That just, I don't know. It sat real heavy in my spirit. Just like, bro, 14. That's just so freaking young. But the sad and part I, is this is a lot of people's story. Yeah. And it's like by your mentor, like somebody that you trusted, somebody is supposed to look after you, somebody you look up to. And it's like, bro, this is what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, I've seen it's it's a sad, sad tale that we see a lot way too often, actually, where, where we see these young people, male and female, who get introduced to adult things way too early in life by these adults who they are supposed to trust that makes me understand his journey more though it's like bro because what dmx probably like in his 40s if not 50s and be like you've been battling this for like decades yeah um yeah so that's just yeah it's definitely heavy, definitely heavy. Um, but I, what I, some of the things that I love to see, like I love to see his relationship with Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats has known him, you know, since they were kids and they both were kind of like stick up kids who kind of went through it. And you see how he's always kind of been there to support him and stay down with him through everything. So it has never been like just about making money off of him. It's really been about being his friend and helping him. So, I mean, I feel like, we don't see enough of that kind of in hip hop and just in males in general, because let's be honest, I have been seeing so many like memes and like, you know, cause there's these podcasts that pop up left and right and things of that nature. Like I literally saw a podcast that popped up. It's like two dudes and a girl and they were talking about making like if they homeboy got sick, 
was it okay for them to make soup for him and bring him soup and like they was literally debating it and the girl was like i don't know that's kind of suspect and then she just flat out came out and said that that was gay and i just was like the fuck like what y'all like i it's hard out here to be like um heterosexual dude because like shit y'all got too many fucking rules y'all can't even bring your homeboy soup now like i don't okay let me tell you so i saw it but the person that shared it had made another joke so i thought it was like people being funny no it was real life because i'm like if your friend's sick and like now if your ass can't cook by all means be like okay but if you can cook and you make a mean chicken noodle soup, shit, make the chicken noodle soup and take it to him. What the fuck? See, because somebody was like, if a man drink mimosas, and I'm like, but it's just orange juice and champagne, like, it's alcohol. Fact, what the fuck? Listen, I'm te- that's why I'm telling you, like, I'm like, shit, y'all got too many rules. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen. I mean, is it that he can't hold his pink up when he drink the mimosa or he can't drink orange juice and champagne at all? Like, only women should enjoy orange juice and champagne. Can he not drink it out of champagne food? I just get so many questions because I'm like, it's orange juice and champagne. And it's like, your friend is sick and you supporting him. I just, yeah, I'm like, this is just too much work. Like, it's, woo, listen, like, ooh. I just can't understand y'all sometimes. Y'all come up with the dumbest shit. Like, just admit you a homophobe and move the fuck on. Like, I can't take y'all. I would be more appalled if your homeboy's sick and you like, uh, he's sick and be like, so, okay, you ain't gonna offer to bring him, take him, nothing or nothing. Damn. You just gonna let friend. his ass die up in that motherfucker? <laughs> right. like, we like bad friends, shit. I don't know, girl. Like, it's craziness. Absolute craziness. So, our last topic is one. It's pretty, it's about two weeks ago, I want to say, where this was on the Red Table Talk. But I felt like it was something interesting for us to talk about on the show, especially with us being two Black women who've probably, you know, experienced this or went through this. But Will Smith, um, obviously, she was on Red Table Talk with her mom and her grandma. And she made the statement that black moms are way tougher on their daughters than their sons. What are your thoughts? Um, I agree. Um, I am the only girl and I'm, I'm sandwiched in between an older brother and a younger brother. It, it was the expectations. Now I will say my mom wasn't the one where they screamed the worst of the worst, where it's like, you know, I was had to leave at 18, but my brothers could stay in the house until they turned 25. She wasn't that person, but her expectations far as like, oh, you're a honor roll student, so you should always make honor roll. And then I'm like, okay, I'm making honor roll, or I got principal list. And my brother come through with honor roll one time in the sixth grade, and the whole household stopped, and we got ice, ice cream and cake and blah. I'm like, wait a minute. I do this every six weeks. Right. And this Negro does it once, probably on a fluke. And we get ice cream and cake. Right. Like things like that. Um, 
And like, even now, like now that we're older, like my mama will still make my little brother plate or make my big brother plate. Whereas mine, like she like all the food in. I'm like, damn. (laughs) You couldn't fix the sister a plate, but you to fix these Negroes a plate. You know what? Okay, that's fine. Um, but I have seen, I even witnessed it. Like I was at the nail shop one day and this lady heard, it sounded like her daughter was like a teenager, but she had a son that was like, probably like 19 or something. And she was like, she finna get out of my house cause she's smelling herself and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and my son, I want him to stay at home till he like 23, 24, but he already moved out, but she got to leave as soon as she turned 18. And I'm like, so you want a grown ass man that should be paving his way through life to stay under your wing, but you willing to just throw your daughter out to the wolves. Right. As soon as she turned 18, that's not even grown, brain not fully matured, but you ready to just throw her out. Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm 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 right there with you. I feel like when I saw Willow make this statement, I think pretty much every black girl felt that they was like yeah that yeah i mean because unfortunately that's just our reality like especially if you have brothers like you just see it like it's it's a completely different dynamic in how they are treated versus how you're treated it's just and you just kind of learn to like live with it accept it and keep it moving you know what i mean which is sad because we shouldn't have to do that but we have to do that yeah and I was like it's just like like I said I wasn't the worst of the worst right imagine but just like hey you know I'm here you know just in the background I don't you know I'm more than just cleaning and I will say like again in our household was a little different we both took out the trash we both had to wash dishes and all of that um but my older brother was so much older than us that like by the time we became teenagers, he was grown, grown. Um, but just certain things like my brother, you know, like they would have girls at the house. My mom would find condoms in the car and she was just still fine. And I'm knowing, I'm like, if this was ever me, shit, ever <laughs> <laughs> me. If she would have had a, I, a inkling in her head, then like she could have possibly left this condom in the car. It give me my car keys. You can't ever borrow my car again. But all hell broke loose. Exactly. Absolutely. I'm so with you on that, girl. Like I couldn't even imagine. Like, oh, my brothers and them could sneak girls in the house. Wouldn't be no repercussions, just whatever. But me, shit, I couldn't even, I couldn't even contemplate. I couldn't even think about that shit. Ooh, listen, girl, I went to a party one time and got cursed the fuck out. And I just was like, but I said I was going to the party. Like, I don't understand. I got on punishment on my 16th birthday because I ain't know to come home with my brother, daddy. Like, Ooh, child. That I ain't, I'm like, I ain't know. Well, you should have known. I'm like, but you didn't tell me to. So I came home the way I had planned it on. Like, what what you talking about? Girl, I'm telling you. It's just a different set for us. And we just kind of 
live with it, accept with. I hope though, as we all start to kind of, you know, think about these things and like the different types of traumas and generational curses and things that we have that as we ourselves start to have kids and raise kids and things that we find ways to do it differently, you know? Yeah. And I can only like, like when we got it, like we didn't have an issue with like the curfew or nothing like that. It was the same. Um, I don't know, but it's just crazy because I'm like, I don't, it's just the, how they like, oh, I want my son to go out and, you know, sow his wild. I was, who the fuck is he sowing with? Cause y'all want to raise these like over like prudish women or whatever. And I'm like, it's just, I don't know, just weird as hell to me. I'm like, that you make a big difference. I'm like, the only thing that I can say, and I'm like, that goes back to teaching your sons not to be fucking stalkers, perverts, rapists, is that you do have to take on the extra layer of protection for daughters. I mean, now sons too, but especially your daughters, because you like, okay, make sure you got your maze, you know, keep a look for your surroundings, call me when you get home, blah, blah. Like all of this, but it's again that still goes back to teaching your sons to be better yeah. for people. <laughs> exactly, and 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 that's that's pretty much the cycle that we have to, you know, folks or parents are forced to be so overprotective of their daughters because parents are so lackluster on their sons. Like they put everything on a woman's shoulder when it's like you got you teaching girls you know, telling these girls, which in my opinion is wrong, telling girls, don't wear this skirt or don't wear these around this and that, blah, 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 instead of telling dudes not to be rapey. If she drunk, leave her alone. Let it be another day. If she say no, that's it. That's no, right? Uh, I'm not comfortable. I want to go home. Take her home. Like, stuff like, it's just... Basic shit that you know yeah. you should be telling your son, but it's like you depend on your daughter to know. Oh, don't go to somebody's house or da-da. she can't live, but your son can 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 be out here putting hands on females and and you know that's 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 the one thing I've been seeing a lot lately. Well, I te- teach my son if if a girl put his hands, girl, female, whoever, he got a right to defend himself. What? What? Like, I I mean, listen, we not saying that your sh- son should get his ass whooped out here in these streets, but it's a whole female. Like, that should remove yourself. Be like, exactly. That's my lesson to my son. Remove yourself if you feel like, listen, gotta go. Like, if you, yo, if you are not in, like, in in a uh, physical danger, like, she ain't got a gun on you or a knife or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not finna die. Like, there's, to me, I don't understand the idea behind hit a bat. You know what I mean? Like, some of y'all really be out here championing your sons. They didn't beat their pregnant baby mama. And you, well, she shouldn't have put his hand. The fuck? Like, she carrying your whole grandchild. Listen. And hormonal as hell. Just weird. Telling you, like, it's it's crazy out here. And it be um, the fact that you see a lot of women, like, when that conversation come up, it be a lot of women. Well, I teach my son, like, yeah, no. Just, <laughs> we not. We not. Because is you also going to teach your son how to fend for when he get locked up? 
listen. <laughs> because I'm just I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. When he put too much force when they bring in a law and be like, Yeah, what you did to her don't match what she did to you and he in jail. Yeah. So exactly. And then you crying to us about how the law ain't fair. But anywho. I did want to bring up before we move on to relationship topics. It was mm-hmm. one that I wrote down. Um, oh, Kiki Palmer. I don't. Did you see like her rant about what poor people should do with their EBT? And I ain't gonna say poor people. I'm just gonna say people that I guess earn less or whatever because you don't necessarily have to, about what they should do with their EBT. Well, I saw, um, I did see where she was talking about like EBT cards and she was saying that health food should be free or some shit like that. Yeah, she was like, you shouldn't be able to scan a card on junk food, but healthy food should be free. And I'm like, see, now you contradicting yourself. I just don't like, for I don't, I didn't like her idea of when she was saying junk food, you shouldn't be able to buy junk food on EBT. Cause I'm like, so what are you saying people just because they're on EBT shouldn't be able to enjoy drinking a soda or shouldn't be able to eat candy or have chips? Like what exactly it is that you're saying? And I'm like, even in the comments, you see in a lot of these conversations, I hate because, of course, anti-Blackness always come dripping through every time. Right. But I'm like, we have to, you know, people like, well, healthy food is not that pricey and i'm like (laughs) number one that's a lie and i'm like and then you also have to think about availability and it's just weird just the conversations that people have around it is like well i go to a farmer's market okay you go to a farmer's market that's in your neighborhood but let's go to neighborhoods where most of the people are poor Where's the farmer's market? Right. Where's people, the people act like farmer's markets are common. They're right. I'm really like, not. Right. I'm like, and the only, I can only think of, I think two here. And I'm like, we stay in a, a big city. So I'm like, and they're not like every weekend. Right. You got to look at their schedule. And I'm like, when you think about people that have children you got to make the food last and you're like, okay, well, if I get, you know, these oranges, how long are they going to last? Will they last until I get another ride to the grocery store? So when you think about things like that and just being honest, a lot of our like lower income areas, they have food deserts. Yeah. So they have no grocery store. You are correct. You are absolutely so I, correct in it. I'm like, Find somewhere to put your energy and that's not it. Why are you not going to Sprouts and saying, hey, I see that you have low priced vegetables. Why are you not in this neighborhood? All valid questions. All valid it, questions. It is weird to me when you see like Sprouts that pride themselves on like, okay, it's lower priced vegetables. Like, well, why the fuck you in these higher price neighborhoods? I don't understand. Cause I'm like the Sprouts here are in neighborhoods where right around the corner homes are a million dollars and up like it's not technically for people that need it and high key if i can be completely i'm gonna be transparent again like when i was living there that was the first time i had ever even heard of a sprouts 
And so that that should just go to show you. That. That's the first time I heard when I saw an article that still happened was like, oh, Sprouts is coming to shit, not Oakland. What's the, whatever coming to this part of the city? I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I, and it was right by the gym. Right. So I was like, oh, I can go there and get my fruits and vegetables for the week. But other than that, but everybody don't have those options. You are right. absolutely correct. Because it's not a common, it's not a common place. So the most most people have to buy their fruits and vegetables from the, you know, the Kroger's or the Walmarts or, you know, whatever is close to them or near them. And let's be honest, like when you go to these different stores like that, it's a it's a you have to come on the right day. You know, you have to actually be prepared to thoroughly kind of look at the fruits and vegetables to see if they're even like in good shape, you know, if you should buy them. Like, I mean, that's one thing I hate about Kroger's. Kroger's fruit, fruits and vegetables always are like bottom tier type shit. And, you know, you have to catch Kroger on a good day to get like the top tier shit even even in the organic section because I stopped fucking with other the other fruits and vegetables because let's be honest those ones are atrocious so I had to move to organic (laughs) just to try to even get some some that are like you know what I'm saying that are in still in good condition quality that'll at least hold up for a couple of days like I shouldn't I shouldn't buy apples and like literally the next day them shits be like rotten you know what I mean something's not right (laughs) I'm like so I stored it the way I'm supposed to store why did it go bad like this so like and you think about like okay it's fine for me that it went bad because it's like of course it's money lost right but you know like it's fine but I'm like when you think about somebody that's like okay I'm trying to make this last and I get, I went about, you know, six apples and now all six of them bad and I just got them yesterday. You know, like that's a, that can be a hit to somebody household that's already like struggling. I'm like, and we in a fucking pandemic like this. Why y'all even shut up? Facts. Please. That's a, that I'm, I'm with you. Like that's one thing that has been aggravating the fuck out of me. I'm just like, 2020 has been enough. We are in the middle of a pandemic. People going through shit. Just keep Keep all that type of shit to yourself, please, please. Plain and simple. You know what I mean? Like all y'all celebrities and all y'all, keep all that shit. It, like it's not that complex or complicated. Um, and I feel like we talked about this on the last show when we talked about the whole thing with the Birkin bags and Kim Kardashian vacation and all that shit like that, where we was just like, we we not saying that don't spend your money we not saying you earned it so of course go out spend your money however you want to do but just like be a decent person and read the room period and that's why i'm like with her i'm like and i be trying to like you stop doing this yeah exactly just just chill out that's all (laughs) we still love you just keep keep those type of opinions to you or at least until after people is you know the economy and shit like that is looking a little better shit that's all i'm saying give us a break listen and put some actions behind your words like if you feel if you see that there's a gap feel it yeah but don't shame people exactly 
Absolutely. Because there is a lot of that shaming going on. I wish people would understand the the wealth gap in, you know, if you don't understand the wealth gap or you've never heard about the wealth gap, please do your research, do some reading. That's all. And you will see that there is such a, a gap between the richest people in the world, even the median, you know, the median um, in, in the world's poor. That's all I'm saying. Just do some research understand you know the different you know impacts that are going on in these different communities that's all True. Okay. all right well i feel like that's it for hot topics yeah yep that's all in here all right so then let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show um you want to start us off or you want me to sure, i can start us off that's okay. fine um so my question is um, do you think there's a such thing as being single too long? Um, yes and no. What I mean by that is I think yes in the sense that like you can be single for so long that like you'll start to fall into that it can force you into fall into like bad habits just because of the need for companionship. So you may like go out and make a decision that normally you wouldn't have made just because you just want that companionship or, you know, that person, you want some type of connection around, you know what I'm saying? Something to kind of feed that romantic side of, of your life. You know what I mean? Because I mean, naturally as people, that's what one of the functions that we're here for. We're here to love um, you know, to connect with people, have intimacy, romance, yada, 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 yada. So in that aspect, yes. And then no, just in that, I mean, some people just are fully comfortable in being alone. Like, so for them, it's not single or not, like they're just comfortable in their own space they don't feel, you know, they don't really feel the need for all the different personal connections and all that shit like that. So yes and no, in my opinion. What about yourself? Um, I definitely think it is. Um, but I don't want people to think like it's something wrong with being single a long time because sometimes it takes that. But I do think you can be single for too long, especially when it comes down to you build like this independence thing, you know, that I'm, I can do it. And it's hard to like let that control go. Because it's like, okay, I've been doing this for so long. Like I can't imagine, you know, somebody else stepping in and helping me or even asking for help sometimes. It's like when you've been single so long, you're like, Mm-mm, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I don't know, though, because I feel like I don't know if that plays into people like the idea of being single as much as it's maybe like personality trait. Because like I've been single for like a long, long, long time myself, but I don't feel like I've developed that that independent like I have no issue Somebody want to come and take care of a player? Like, come, come through, come through. Okay, <laughs> come through. Come handle some of this business over here. All right, um, <laughs> but that's just my personality. Um, 
I think that some people are just naturally control freaks. And I think that when they are single for that long period of time, it kind of amps that up. You know what I mean? It amps that personality trait up in them. So then, like you say, they do get that I'm independent. I can do all of this on my own. I don't need this. I don't need that. Woo, woo, woo. And FYI, because I feel like people always associate that with women. It can happen with dudes, too, by the way. Dudes can dudes can get on that whole, like, I don't need no chick. Woo, 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 woo. I got this. All you doing is messing up my flow. You know what I'm saying? You just ain't nothing but sex. Blah, blah. Dudes fall into them traps too. So stop just put, always putting that on women. Okay? Because a lot of y'all be on the internet talking about uh, how does marriage benefit men? Uh, the fact that y'all live alone when you married, that, that's how it benefits your ass. Yeah, facts. Factuals. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, and I feel like we can table this to the next um, to next week um, because we never discussed it. But I remember seeing that clip um, from the Dead Ass podcast um, where they were talking about marriage. And remember how he said to his wife, um, "You forced me into um, to monogamy and marriage and all that shit like that." Um, I don't know if you saw that clip. I'm going to send it to you. And I then we did. can like, okay. Because we never talked about it, but I feel like I, I, I had it in my back of my mind. Like, yeah, I want to talk about this on the show because that whole conversation felt away to me. So. <laughs> and so many people's like, oh my gosh, I love that transparency. And I'm like, I mean, I look like, I do love Kadeen and Devout. Like I do mm-hmm. overall like them as a couple. But it just rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, monogamy is the sacrifice. This woo it's, child. Like I had, I had thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I mean we can discuss I like I did watch the clip, like, um, and I seen the conversations surround like surrounding the whole clip. And I didn't I don't know. To me, I felt like he bagged her into a corner almost because mm-hmm. he was like, well, you couldn't, you can't keep up with my niece. But I'm like, she's the one that she has three children. And I'm like, we sit and think like, and I saw some, let me get my thoughts together. I saw a clip that came after there from some pick me that was basically was like, you know, you have to do what you have to do, you know, to make sure that your man is satisfied and um, y'all get into relationships and don't know what it takes to actually please the man and he can want this from you and this from you. And I'm like, sex is a mind thing. It starts mentally first. And I'm like, even when it comes down with people like men, it's just physical. No, because mentally you've thought about sleeping with that one before. Right. I'm like, it's just, you know, it may be like a little difference of how, but the, it's still the same. Um, but when he was like, you know, you forced me into this, blah, blah, but you wanted her. Right. So if you didn't want her and you knew what came along with her, she didn't lie to you. She didn't deceive you and say, okay, you know, I'm fine without being monogamy, you know, without monogamy. This is what she said she wanted from you. Right. But watching their story and I, they were on Black Love is that 
she basically laid all her cards down on the table and said, listen, this is what I want. This is what I need from you. Are you willing to provide this? If it's a yes, you go, you got to, I'm putting your feet to the fire. If it's a no, I'm willing to step. Yeah, exactly. So that's where you feel like, oh, you tried to hold me. To, no, she didn't hold you to it because you could have said no. Fast. That's the issue. You had the opportunity to say no, but you knew walking away what you was walking away from. Right. So I, I didn't, yeah, that whole conversation, I'm like, I feel like Kadeen could have came back with some little heat, be like, no, you had it out. Yeah. I definitely, that's that was the part that rubbed me the wrong way, because I'm like, it sounded like she set her standards and she told you to meet them or she was walking, which I encourage all women to do like all women should have their standards. And we've, we've talked about this multiple times on this show. All women and men should have standards, should have deal breakers, should know the things that they do and don't want out of relationships. And so if you set those forth and you telling this person, Hey, you got to meet this or, Hey, I'm gone. Then I don't understand, you know, what the problem is you you made the choice you are an adult consenting adult you made the decision that you wanted to meet her requirements in order to be with her so what was the what's the issue and then the second part of it that I that rubbed me the wrong way also is just the ideal that women are supposed to just be like the sexual it's like we are only you know what I mean like our bodies just are only good for sex whenever y'all y'all want it and it's like y'all don't even really understand a woman's body like the conversations y'all have let you know that you don't really understand a woman's body and that you don't even want to take the time to do that you know what I mean because if you really love someone the way that you do then you would understand that the toll that having kids takes on the body the different effects to your hormones like the different effects just to your body in general, to your mental. Like, I don't how ha, ha, like, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't get yeah. how men just like you can you can say that y'all love women, but y'all don't even take the time to understand women's bodies and how they work. It's not easy for a woman after having a child just to to bounce back into this sexual prowess because it can change. You know what I mean? Her hormones could completely shift any type of way and it could change and she may not feel as sexual as she felt before. You know what I mean? So. And that's what I, like even they had. Um, he was on Doula's Dads um, and it's basically talking about like how fathers took a more active role in childbirth. And he was talking about like her first two childbirthing experiences, they became less traumatic each child she had. But imagine your first child, your childbirth is traumatic. And then you're trying to recover from that. Like just speaking for myself, my first childbirth is like, I don't want to do this again. And, you know, having to connect that and get over it. I'm like, that takes a lot out of somebody emotionally, physically, mentally, and then you go into the next childbirth. It's still not what you want. And then finally, so I'm like, and she was pregnant like back to back to back. And you have a lot of women in that same space like, okay, I just had a baby. 
six months later, I'm pregnant again. I got having another baby. And like, it's just a lot. And I'm like, even when it comes down to just like your monthly hormones, it's like, sometimes mm-hmm. I don't want it. And I'm like, every time a woman wants to have sex, y'all not ready either. Yeah. Like, Thank you. I'm like, y'all are not ready either, whether it's work, um, you're tired, whatever. Y'all are not ready either. So I'm like, it, you, we have this notion, I think, in society that women think about sex or want sex less than men. It's not that, because I'm pretty sure a lot of women think about it all the time. But there is a scientific evidence that shows the link between us having sex with men and having an orgasm. It not, it's not adding up. Listen, listen. That's all I'm say, girl. Whew. Those are factuals so, right there. One plus one ain't equaling two. So I'm like, when you think about how big of a gap it is, it's like you have over, like, I think it was, oh, I know over half of women saying that they have never had an orgasm from sex. Or you have women saying, I can't have orgasm if I'm being penetrated. It's an issue. Woo. Sometimes it may be a woman, but a lot of times it be y'all and y'all don't listen. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. that move that you did on a girl three years ago, it ain't working for that. That ain't working. You can't bring your same. You had sex with somebody in high school, and you trying to do the same move, and you thirty six. The fuck? Facts. Throw your ass up, <laughs> girl. Listen, we could talk about that one for days. I do want. I do <laughs> definitely want to bring it back around though, because someone told me they was like, you should go back and watch the whole episode, and because there's more to it, and he gets better. You know, it gets more in depth. So she's like, they was like, don't judge it completely just off the clip. But I was just like, I don't know. Even the the clip just didn't feel good to me. But I am gonna try to be fair and I go and watch- just like watch the whole thing. I watched all of it. Oh, you did? Did it get better? It, it, no. Okay. Like, <laughs> and I, I definitely could have been a little jaded after that and be like, nigga, please. But I just don't. And he, but that's not the first time he said that. Like I said, I watched him on Black Love and then they have these, they had a little tour thingy mm-hmm. um, that they did with Black Love as well. And that's not his first time that he like said that, oh, she forced me. She forced my hand. No, bro, she like, you had that chance to say, listen, this not what I want. But what she was not doing, and I like I said before, is she was letting you know, your time has ran out. Like my auntie used to say, if you, it's a bad analogy or whatever you want to call it. Either you're going to piss on the pot or you're going to get up. Right. So she basically, that's what she said. Either you're going to do what you need to do here or we can move on. Exactly. And a lot of y'all, it's not like, again, she didn't hold him hostage. She didn't make him. But look at where he is now. And I'm like, you know, on that end, you know, he always be like, you know, I needed her as a partner. So I'm like, you want to cry about monogamy or being monogamous, but you got a partner that's riding with you that had three of your kids that's basically moved her family from New York to LA so you can follow your acting dreams listen girl oh the things that they that they hinder on this whole monogamy thing I swear it's and then like we begin to, women don't women want to be monogamous listen mm. Mm. Woo! that's a conversation in itself too <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
All right. So let me go ahead and get to the <laughs> second relationship question of the of the week. Um, so I saw this uh, quote that Erica Campbell posted. She she wrote, you can't sow whole seeds and reap marriage benefits. You your mind and body don't switch like that. You got to prepare your mind for marriage because it's it's a ministry. My question is, do you agree with that? Why or why not? I disagree with the first part. And I agree with her saying marriage is a ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish she would have told her husband that. But anywho. Woo, listen, um, that, was, that was the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I was like, but since your husband had a whole girlfriend in the apartment. Listen, I'm going to mind my business. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just, I hate this notion where people like, because I'm going to start like this. First of all, we have seen from high school, college, all this, hoes be winning. Let's Ooh, just put it. Listen. Hoes be winning. I'm like, the most of the time, it be these, uh, how do, I don't know what I would call them. It, it, they are a, a pick me, but it's like a purity thing. Like, it's a purity contest. Like, Oh, I, you know, I saved myself. I've only had one or two partners. I didn't go out. You know, I deserve to be married. Where you come to like this entitlement to marriage. And it's like, that's not how it works. No one told you that you had to only sleep with one person, blah, blah, blah. And I just, with her about this song, Hosey's like, what, what do you mean? So you mean I can't explore what I want? Um, I'm definitely not buying sight unseen. Um, I don't, that's not going to happen. Um, so I just feel like with that part, it's like, I disagree with it. Like, mm-hmm. listen, do what it is that you need to do to get out your system before you get married. Because when you get married, far as that part where you like, you know, I'm a little wild out here. That kind of, you got to time it a little bit. You got to time it. Not saying your personality, but when you come down to, you know, if you do want to explore different people, what I do like and what I don't like, you know, that stops. But as far as when, you know, preparing yourself, I don't think, and I, I that goes back to like the, um, like the Wale engagement, little album, whatever was signed for. You're ever really ready for marriage. Right. Because whatever you notion you had in your head before going in, most of the time, I think it's totally different when you in it. You like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so I, I just, but I, I, and again, I agree with her part that marriage is a ministry when you're in it and you're kind of navigating your way through it and all of this stuff that, okay, now these are the lessons that I learned and you pass it down and you like, you know, to somebody else. Um but as far as like this whole shit, I think that part right there is just pick me as fuck. Like, oh, you can't sell whole, you can definitely sell whole seats and still be married. Like I said, hoes be women. Because yeah. guess what? I feel like they they have that foundation of like, okay, this is what I want. They're more comfortable with that. And I'm like, shit, we say it all the time. You get I don't I don't consider porn stars hoes, but a lot of people do. And they be married. Yeah. And happily married. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. So, yeah, um, no. And like I said, girl, tell Wayne it and keep it moving. 
listen, woo, okay. Um, so obviously we were kind of on the same page here because my first thought when I saw that was like, <laughs> sis, now sis, we said we saw y'all sitting on Black Club and we saw how he had his whole um other girlfriend in, in the park. Like, we so come on, let's bring that back for a minute, okay? You being the quote unquote non ho did not apparently it, it didn't help you any. Like that's that's the that's the thing with with these women, um, and like you said, it like it's almost like they have this purity contest with everybody else. Like, oh, I'm more pure than you, so I deserve marriage, and I deserve this, and I de-. says it. We have said over and over and over and over and over again. You can be this, you can be that. But he's still going to be sliding into old girls' DMs who was just clapping them cheeks on the internet. So, I mean, it's like, I just don't, under, I just don't understand, y'all. Like, live your life for you and stop, like, thinking that, you know, you got to be living this certain way for these dudes in order to 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 land one. Because the right dude going to love you regardless. Like you said, hoes win. We've seen it. We have seen it. Okay. They are out here winning. They out here getting all kind of bags. They out here. Um, I've just seen what that little report for the little Ari girl. They said she made over what $10 million just off of being um G Har what is his name? G Harbo's baby baby mama. Like, I mean come on, like. They winning out her. And so I just don't, I don't, that whole thing irritates me. And and I'm with you. Like, what's a, what's a hoe to y'all? Like, some of y'all definition of a hoe even be backwards. Like, what's hoeing to y'all? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, is it because a woman is sexual that makes her a hoe? I don't think so. I don't believe that a woman's sexuality or how sexual she is makes her a hoe. I mean, I believe there are some hoes out there, but it has nothing, in my opinion, it has nothing to do with sexual shit. I feel like some of y'all just hoes for y'all mentality, but <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's neither here or fucking there. But um, because um, y'all be doing whole shit. So, um, but nonetheless, I just the whole the whole conversation screamed pick me to me, and that's. That's my main thing. And I know y'all sick of hearing pick me, but shit, it just, it just fits a lot of y'all because a lot of y'all, that's y'all main goal. And that's like y'all, y'all main purpose for judging women. Like y'all want a dude to pick y'all. So y'all are harsh and y'all judge other women in, 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 in this type of way, because y'all think that somehow, some way that's going to make dudes look at you different then he look at the other chick and it really don't it does not if anything it's gonna have you you know getting less than the, uh, the girl who was willing to say no nah, dude you got to you got to take me to this five-star restaurant i'm not settling for mcdonald's you know what i'm saying like we we, we, we talked about that when we were talking about dates right where he was like the girls who talk about they want to pay half you know they're willing to pay half and boo okay, well, why your ass is out here paying half and, and at, at McDonald's, 
my whole meal getting paid for, baby. Like, we don't do that over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's on you. But um, I don't know. It just it it just screamed pick me to me. And that's that's my main thing. Like I hate the judgment of other women just for the benefit of these men. Because I promise y'all, I promise y'all this. These men don't do that. They do not do that at all. <laughs> okay. We have seen it. We know. They will look out for other dudes way right. before they do. You know what I mean? Like they not out here throwing other dudes under the bus, you know, in order to quote unquote get chose by females. They not doing that. But y'all women, y'all will be quick to throw another female under the bus just to get chose. And then that same female you threw under the bus, yo dude out here creeping with her. Are all up in her DMs right now. So I just, it's beyond the fuck out of me. (laughs) (laughs) But I do agree with you that marriage takes work and, um, and that you definitely have to be prepared for it. But like you said, there's no real way, like when you get it, go into a marriage of knowing how everything's going to work. Um, I, in my opinion, the only the only thing that you can bring to a marriage is knowing yourself, you know, having done the work on yourself. And then once y'all get in it together, then like the lessons and the in the things that y'all go through is part of the growth. And that's how you, you know, grow your marriage and, and learn each other and all that stuff like that. The only prepared, like I said, the only preparedness I think that you can really bring is self. You know, you have to know yourself. You have to know what you want, what you're prepared for, you know, what you your expectations are. Can you tailor your expectations? You know, what the, your standards, your deal. Like, you have to know all that shit going into it. But aside from that, like, I'm with you, you know. Yeah. Seinfeld said it best. You're never really prepared for marriage. <laughs> That's real. That was real talk. That was a, that, that Wale, that Wale record was actually that was some good shit on there that he gave yeah yeah so i guess that is it yeah for relationships this week any like new tv books music anything like that that you want to drop for the folks um nothing really new i am in the middle of half and half okay Um, yeah um how do you like it i still like it um I think now it has switched where I just love the digs that Big Diddy and um, Phyllis get, go back and, and forth to each other with. Um, yeah. I definitely love that. Um, I did see some moments, and I think this is with, I'm not going to, and it's just not with this show. It's with most shows, like, during that same time period, and even before you now are able to pick out like the homophobia the anti-blackness it's just like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you there are definitely moments where you do cringe like damn we was really oh we was really there huh <laughs> so yeah but other than that like i still like thoroughly enjoy like i can probably go back and watch it again still which yeah it's a good show it was a yeah. good show I feel like it was before it's time because I really, I I just like the fact that they didn't try to tailor Mona to be like a stereotypical whatever. They just kind of let her be different. And I, I dug that. 
Yeah. Anything else? Um, TV, music, nothing new there. Yeah, that's it for me. All right. So for me, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into the nerd moment of the week because it kind of encompasses all of those things for me. So this week's nerd moment of the week is um, going to be a couple of different cancel, cancel, uh, canceled shows, rumors, things of that nature. Um, I did see where the order on Netflix, it has been canceled. So after two seasons, we will not be getting a third season. Also, Black Lightning is getting a spinoff for Painkiller. So they're going to be doing a backdoor episode. Um, and if... Obviously, if it succeeds, then we will be getting a painkiller show, um, which I love because I'm just I I enjoy seeing black superheroes in general. So the more we can get, the more the merrier. I'm happy with it. WandaVision finally got a premiere date. A lot of us folks are not too happy about it because we expected it to come in 2020, but it's not too far into 2021. So we'll be premiering January 15th of 2021. So I'm excited for that. Y'all y'all already know how excited I am for WandaVision. It looks so good, so well done. So anyway, I cannot wait until 2021 rolls around so I can go ahead and check that out. And and for all of you out there, I finally 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 finished The Boys season 2. I'm going to give you a quick grade. I'm not going to do my re- full review on the show. I may save that for next week. Um, or do like a special video or something just because we're running a little long. But I will say like my grade for this season, I'm going to actually like last season, I gave it a high B. This season, I'm going to give a C. It drug it drug a little bit. I'm going to be honest. It drug a little bit. It was a little boring at parts. I kind of fell asleep in places. Um, I feel like they went for a lot of the cheap, like really gory, like, Cause I, there was a lot of like, you know, head explosions and like, it was just a lot of cheap, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, this show started out like so smart and so, you know, and I granted they had some gore in it. That's always been a part of it, but it just was like over the top extra just made it cheap. I don't know, but nonetheless, I feel like it kind of, it dragged on this season. Eh. So I wasn't like too impressed. I'm hoping season three, we, it gets much better than season two. I was not as impressed as I was with season one, but I'm going to give a full review at some point, either next, either on next week's episode or um, I'll do like a special video or something for that. But nonetheless, that is it for me with the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Valentin? Nothing else for me. All right. So then per usual, we want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening and for all your support. And um, we hope you have a great rest of your week. Good night, guys. Good night.